the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. How are you today? How's your portfolio doing? How comfortable are you uh, with the stock market? Do you feel we're going to hit record highs closing out the year? Big move in the last... Four weeks. Amazon Prime subscribers get a jump on Black Friday sales. One of those headlines out there. Again, it's it's closing in on Christmas, right? Uh, I think there's only a couple more weeks till Thanksgiving, and I think there's only seven more Mondays till Christmas. And that you're like, whoa. So we got plenty to talk about today. <clears throat> Um, and I, I, I hope we do a good job getting to it. I could use your help in telling me any thoughts, questions that you might have. Send me an email, rob at robblackshow.com or rob at robblack.com. Market traded lower a little bit yesterday, but then it traded higher. You had that early pullback, and then you got buying interest which drove the market back in that familiar position of being in positive territory. A little bit of profit taken at the end of the day. Um, and it's kind of kind of where we are. It's one of those things where we're not going anywhere terribly fast. We're not going down. We're not going up. Uh, we kind of grind. It's a grinding market. One of the funnier things you could do is pick up people's cell phones and pretend that you could see their apps and say, oh, what, why you got this app on your web, on your phone? But that's a total digression. Are we overbought? A lot of people think we are. The market's risen 10% since the start of October. Now, that's an accusation, right? Is it fair? I, yeah, I think it's fair. Anytime you move that far that fast... 
you have nothing but winners. Um, a little bit of a melt up versus a melt down. But melting up, you have people chasing performance. You've got this is typically a good time of the year to invest. You've got momentum that starts to happen because people are chasing. And then you've got that, you know, the Fed still hasn't raised interest rates. Let's get in now and get a little bit of profit before they do. Because when the Fed does raise interest rates, it's going to change ever so slightly the way we look at things. We're coming off an incredibly low base, so it's not going to change it dramatically. But it will change the psychology of, hey, the money's not free anymore. There's a small cost to it. Auto sales were so great. So great. Now, the problem is when it's like that, it's hard to envision auto sales being much better down the road. So imagine the first time you make mad, passionate love. Um, it's like, wow, that was great. It's not always going to be that great. So that's something you have to watch out for. A seasonally adjusted annual run rate on cars of 18.23 million. That's all that in a bucket of chicken. That's the highest since July 2005. There are several things that aren't humming in the U.S. economy right now, but auto sales is certainly not one of them. Auto sales are humming. They are awesome. They are amazing. Housing's hanging in there. It's doing its job. The employment report doing okay. But, again, it's not always going to be that great. I've never run a four-minute mile in my life. I never will. Let's say my fastest minute mile was like a, let's say six. Uh, when you do it, you got this high, and then you can't do it again. <laughs> so it doesn't come normal. Doesn't doesn't come rushing back. There's a sharp narrowing in the deficit to 40.8 billion from an upwardly revised 48 billion in August. Uh, when you're talking trade balance reports, that's when you're putting your audience to sleep. So I won't do it. I'll give a little bit more. Imports and industrial supplies and materials fell by 1.5 billion, but the big drop was also tied towards crude oil. And you know, when cost of crude oil goes down, you can see that it's going to hit a GDP as big as our countries. U.S. Steel delivered a disappointing earnings report saying commercial markets are not improving as anticipated for the second half of 2015. Hmm. Tesla topped earnings expectations, and so did Time Warner and CBS. Uh, Time Warner and CBS, both big media companies that are dealing with the world of Netflix. Um, and how does that look? And how do they, you know, go into it in uh, the 21st century? How, you know, do they, do they offer skinny packages like Netflix does? You know, for nine or ten bucks a month, Netflix gives you a lot of content. Um, there were some misses by Groupon and Avon and Lumber Liquidators. Shoe retailer DSW, for its part, warned of an impending shortfall for revenues. Oh, what's that mean? Are people not going to wear shoes? Like, some days you come to work and you're like, let's just breathe and figure this out. We got this. I love it when you uh, you say the phrase, I got it. I like that confidence. 800-516-1220. Like 
1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, you know, moving the page to job creation uh, slowdown continues in October, according to ADP. Private jobs gains, private job gains, private job gains edged lower in October with companies adding 182,000 new positions. Economic growth cooled. This is according to an ADP and Moody's Analytics study. The growth actually was a shade better than expected, but keeping with the reduced pace of employment growth across the United States. So we're probably not going to see glorious numbers on the job reports on Friday. It's going to be a big one. Job creation slowed considerably from the same period 12 months ago. So we're kind of getting to that point where there's no meaningful slowdown. We're not firing people. We're not hiring people. Um, so there's going to be kind of a push there. Tesla Motors CEO Elon Musk has seen the future. And he says it's all about self-driving cars. Our, all cars will go fully autonomous in the long term. He said it would be quite unusual to see cars that don't have full autonomy in a 15 to 20 year time frame. Uh, he says sooner for Tesla. Why will self-driving cars be the de facto choice of all new car buyers? Because those cars that steer that old-fashioned way by hand will be deemed so inferior that they will have negative value. He added, it will be like owning a horse. Nice for sentimental value, but not terribly practical for transportation. <laughs> Poor horse. Horses get the short end of the stick in the world of transportation. We used to like the horse and buggy, but not so much. San Francisco rejected the anti-Airbnb measure. So we had that story to head up a little bit, play off. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I do have an event coming up Thursday, not tonight, but tomorrow night in Palo Alto at the Elks Club. It's a wealth preservation retirement planning event. You can sign up for it at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. And are you what you want to be? Wasting all the time is weighing on my conscience Feeling numb again, feeling I can't shake Think I'm finally awake I'd rather do it right than make it be a fake I know that dreams come true But I never thought that I would have to leave you You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. From a young age, I knew that I didn't want to work till the day I died. I didn't have a dad who was a CPA. I didn't have a dad who was a CFP. I had a dad that worked till the day he died. I think we all get motivated in different ways. Um, He missed out on a lot of grandchildren. He missed out on a lot of life. Um, I talk to people now, and I talk to people who are barely making ends meet. And I was once that guy who barely made ends meet, but I still saved. Millennials are the people I care most about now. I know Generation Xers and Baby Boomers, I still love you. But the people that I count most are the millennials. 
Millennials are more confident about their financial futures than the other generation. 65% of them surveyed said so. Millennials are most likely to feel investing is for people like me. 48% of millennials answered that. So great, they're confident and they're engaged, but also that there's a lot of red flags here. 70% of their savings and investments are in cash. It's like that mire that just came out. It's in just treasuries. It's stupid. It's a horrible way to invest. Cash doesn't keep pace with inflation, and you miss market rallies. Seven out of ten years, markets at all-time highs. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, financial planner, newfocusfinancial.com. Insurance. I always say you insure what you can't afford to lose. Chad, I'm going to throw out some items of insurance, and you tell us what they are and why we need them. Let's, okay. Let's start with gap insurance. Yeah, yeah, gap insurance is extreme, extremely important because I think we all know that if you drive a car off a lot, you buy a new car, you drive it off a lot, it immediately depreciates. It's definitely a depreciating asset right away. So when you drive a car off the lot yep. and you get in a wreck and you're not insured with gap insurance, then you know you, the car gets totaled, you might owe the bank $35,000, and the insurance company might cover $30,000, even though it's a new car that you just drove off the lot. So gap insurance kind of covers that. It's important, especially on leases, when uh, you know you're paying a flat rate, but the car's depreciating pretty rapidly. So gap insurance covers you. And I had a personal situation with this um, in college, where I was on the hook for a thousand bucks after my car was totaled, and they paid off the bank, and I owed a thousand bucks. Not a fun bill to get when you're in college. I hear that. It seems unfair too. Let's talk life insurance rate changes. Yeah, so this uh, has to do with people that have bought life insurance as an investment in the past. And for the 99 percenters out there, this is a horrible idea. For the one percenters, you got a lot of income, you're maxing out everything else. Sometimes it can be a, a good idea if you work with the right person. But most people that bought policies in the 80s and 90s, the interest rates have dropped and the cost of mortality and expenses, which is kind of the overall cost of insurance inside the policy have gone up. So your policy is probably not performing anywhere close to where it was when the agent sold it to you and showed you this great illustration of that, hey, if you dump all this money in the cash value, you'll be able to pull on it tax-free in retirement. It's probably way behind what they said. So you, there's, there's ways to fix it. Um, you need to ask for an enforced illustration. You need to consult financial advisor that doesn't get compensated for commissions by selling you stuff so you can get a true outside opinion but ask for an enforced illustration see how long your money's going to last at this point in time based on rate changes that have occurred in life insurance how about disability insurance disability insurance is is so much more important rob than life insurance in terms of statistics um, it's way more likely that you're going to spend some time disabled whether you're like my wife who broke her ankle and couldn't nurse for over a year. Um, you know, it's it's very, very likely that you'll spend some time. So if you don't have good emergency reserves and some disability insurance coverage, um, you could end up ruining your credit and then ruining your life by having to pay for more than any than the average person for cars and homes and things like that. Or even your credit gets so bad, you might not even be able to rent a home. So you have to cover yourself with disability insurance. Usually the, this is one where life insurance is usually cheaper to go get it on your own. Disability insurance is usually cheaper when you get it through your employer. Um, and there's other things out there. If you, if you can't afford a full-on, hey, I'm covered till I'm 65 type of policy, 
then maybe it's uh, you know AFLAC type policies that are more shorter term or cash in your pocket coverage if you break a leg, uh, things like that. So so definitely look at disability insurance as more important than life insurance because you've got to be able to keep food on the table even if you're if you're injured. We've got about two minutes left. How about key man insurance? Yeah, key man insurance is huge for businesses. So if you have a business where you have one key sales guy, um, you know, somebody that handles all of the finances, the CEO, um, the founder of the company, something that where if that person goes away, there's a significant drop in revenue or value of the company. You need to cover that person. You have to cover that person. You have to be aware of that. Um, when companies are, are younger and they still need the coverage, then term insurance usually makes sense. But if it's going to be a company that's going to be around a long time, then they have to sometimes go to more of a permanent policy. And that's something that businesses should review, and it should be part of the sell agreement between owners. That's more buy-sell insurance. Um, so every good, every good business agreement, every good partnership has an exit strategy. So that could also be disability key man insurance as well. Um, and by I mean exit strategy, it's either you get in a fight, here's what happens if you need to split up. If somebody's disabled, somebody gets divorced, somebody ha- is dies, here's what happens. And a lot of times you need insurance to fund that so that the company can continue to operate on the same cash flow. Got about 30 seconds. Quickly, umbrella insurance. Cheapest form of coverage before you worry about LLCs and all that other stuff. Uh, 350 bucks for a million dollars of coverage. So two times your net worth, maybe minus some retirement account values is what the formula is to, to get umbrella coverage. Call your property casualty insurance agent today and get that coverage. It's cheap. Thanks very much. It's CFP Chad Burton. If you have questions, he can be found at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. So there was a big proposition battle yesterday that ultimately failed. The passage of Prop F would have cost Airbnb about $6 million in revenue per year. And you could take a look at Airbnb and you just you see it's part of the new economy. And again, we say terms like that sometimes a little bit too loosely. Um, but for some people to stay in the community that they live in, they want to rent out their home to people who come to the mighty city of San Francisco as tourists. Um, it was an interesting battle, but again, it, it shows you what kind of economy we're working in now. Uh, middle-class people want to live in their homes, but they're trying to keep up with costs. And costs are growing faster than, say, their wages are. So some people are saying, look, I can rent out my home. For instance, there's a Super Bowl this year. I could take the week off, go on vacation, and have someone pay for it. I could probably get, you know, easily $2,100, $2,500 for a week of my home. Uh, that's a significant shock. Just because the Super Bowl's in town? Yeah. I'm about five miles from the location of it. Anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. i got a big event coming up Thursday evening, Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning. It's in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can sign up for it today at robblack.com. That's robblack.com.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, I keep coming back to the whole idea of we have to save more money. We have to save more money. And it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, I saw that 31% of people who are in retirement as of 2014 had no savings. And that's not good because costs are going up in retirement. Uh, our federal government just passed or just started something called a MIRA, which is okay. It allows companies to offer a free, no-cost savings vehicle, but it only invests in treasuries, which is kind of horrible. Um, but if you're going to ma- offer a 401k, there's going to be expenses tied towards it. So as a corporation, some corporations are like, I don't want to do that. Um, some nations have mandatory savings. Uh, we should have mandatory savings for retirement. At one point in time when Hillary Clinton was running against Barack Obama eight years ago, she said, I'll make savings mandatory for retirement. And I was like, I'll vote for that. Um, there's, only, there's only one issue I'll say that I'll vote for, and it's mandatory savings. Uh, you can be an ISIS terrorist fighter running for president. And if you're willing to say that you're going to do mandatory savings, I'm like, I'm in. And of course I'm being silly. But what I'm trying to say is a lot of people don't save. And, you know, millennials are smart. Uh, they've got the, the wisdom of two generations on top of them. They've got to see a lot of history on Wall Street. And 70% of them are only putting money in cash. Um, that's not good. That's a problem, a huge problem. Facebook, stock that I own, <clears throat> is scheduled to announce third quarter results after the market closes today. Uh, revenue is expected to be up 36% year over year to be about $4.3 billion. You got a lot to watch with Instagram and the family of apps that they have, the photo sharing app Instagram, which Facebook bought for a billion dollars in 2012, has taken steps to make it easier for company to buy ads. Instagram has also built its base to 400 million plus. Investors will be keen for any update on Instagram's revenue following the change. Lineup includes the messaging app, WhatsApp, which recently hit 900 million users. Mr. Zuckerberg has said he would start to consider monetizing apps once they hit 1 billion users. And analysts will likely ask about WhatsApp's revenue prospects. Instagram could contribute as much as 300 million or 5% of Facebook's revenue. So these are important numbers. These are the things that we're going to be watching. Uh, spending Outlook, uh, Facebook is spending big on a range of projects, including virtual reality. They're trying to bring internet connectivity to the emerging markets. Uh, they're working on artificial intelligence. So what will their profit margins be when you exclude interest tax, depreciation, amortization? Uh, we want to see it somewhere around the 60% level. In video ads, Facebook said video ads were significantly boosting revenue. They said that in July of this year. Wall Street's going to be looking to see any update on the video ad strategy. Bernstein researcher guy named analyst uh, analyst named Carlos Kirchner. He says advertisers are unlikely to spend as much on Facebook video as they do on Alphabet. So the whole YouTube world, I hate calling it Alphabet. 
Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. How are you, Mr. Burton? I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to call it alphabet. It's going to be a really tough transition. I most I mostly agree with you. So we've got a big event coming up tomorrow night at the uh, in Palo Alto, so at yep. Elks Lodge, uh, Well Preservation Retirement Planning. What are you going to be talking about? Well, I can tell you uh, what I won't be teaching, and that's Social Security, um, restricted application, and, and certain strategies that married couples can take because for anybody um, under the age of 62, the recent budget that was passed by Congress pretty much wiped that strategy out. So I can talk about, you know, when to take Social Security. Um, let's just face it, I mean, retirement age is going to have to be put off till 70 for, for many Americans, I think, within the next four or five years. That's going to be the normal retirement age for Social Security anyway, for people that are, you know, can expect to retire 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Um, the other thing is, too, is that, you know, bond rates are a third of what they were in, in uh, 2007. And back in 2000, the 10-year Treasury was around 6 point, a little over 6%. Now it's, you know, floating right around 2%. All of these things affect retirement. And I've seen studies recently about the whole steady draw rate of 4% plus adjusting for inflation. It's pretty much out the window. You really have to monitor portfolios on quarterly, annual basis in retirement to figure out, you know, are you okay to draw the same rate? So I would really push people that are getting close to retirement to run that bear market what-if scenario, whether it's a bear market in bonds or bear market in stocks. What could happen is if you're drawing a lot, in a very bad way, and I'll explain that in a minute, for the first five years of retirement, you could be really out of luck. Um, so if you don't have a good draw plan that, that helps get you through you know, uh, rapidly increasing interest rates or poor stock market performance for a couple of years, which happens from time to time, you could significantly alter your projections, your, your actual outcomes of your projections, because you've drawn way more than you thought you would because of the bear market the first couple of years of retirement. So Rob, I've been doing this for 23 years. This is probably the toughest environment that I've seen for people to retire and say, yes, you know, Mr. and Miss, whoever, it's okay for you to retire because it's tougher now. I, I'd, I'd have to say that. You and I have conversations all the time about, um, you know, the cost of living in the Bay Area versus different parts of the country. Is it tougher to be a financial planner with people who are used to more culture and more restaurants and more uh, living per se of the Bay Area, or is it easier to deal with a farmer in Iowa when it comes to financial planning? Um, well, I, I kind of enjoy the more complex things, as, as you know. But <laughs> the the toughest thing to deal with is when you get somebody that they're finally hitting their really high level of income in their 40s or 50s because they've worked through this career for a long, long period of time. And all of a sudden, their expenses and their lifestyle matched up, but their portfolio and their savings history isn't anywhere close. Uh, and that's the person that's probably going to be working until 70, 75. Um, and they really have to, to go through their lifestyle and say, what's worth it? You know, are these things worth it or are the memories worth it? Because, you know, we see these studies all the time. People that pay money for kind of the memories are happier than people that buy just the things. Um, it's that's the tougher one, Rob, because you just said, I think before I came on, you were talking about so many people just haven't saved anything. So Barry is very expensive for cost of living. The wages are high, but a lot of times it takes a while to ramp up to that point in time, and, and then you've lost 10, 15, 20 years of, of 
saving into your 401k because you couldn't afford to because you had to pay rent. What do you think about the Myra pr- uh, product that just kind of starting to become mainstream? looks pretty stupid think, to me. To invest only in treasuries at 2% with the threat of higher rates in the future? No, thanks. Um, yeah, you know, the more the government gets involved in something, the more they screw it up. That's kind of what I've seen over the last 23 years. I, I really think that it's all a joke and it's more administration. And what we need to do is, is fix our tax code and really invest for growth. And right now our corporate tax code is forcing companies to go overseas and do these inversions and jobs are going with it. So I think that that's what the Congress needs to focus on. And I'm actually really happy because I think Paul Ryan brings people together versus, you know, splits them apart like Boehner did. And I think that we're going to get some good things done in the next four years. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't talk much politics because uh, it's just too divisive, too divisive. So uh, in the Bay Area. So I talked a little bit about the uh, Airbnb proposition on television the other day and just 10, 10 plus people instantly send emails saying how dumb I am. Anytime you talk anything political, you heat things up. Um, well, so the big event tomorrow. Else, other people of being gosh. dumb when they don't agree. Those are the dumb people. It's, it's, we need an open form form of discussion. That's the problem with Congress right now, right? Kinda. Um, I'm with you on that. Change the topic though. Uh, big event coming up tomorrow night. Elks Lodge, 6:30 to 9. Wealth preservation and retirement planning. Um, the idea of preserving your wealth, obviously making it last till the day you die. You and I are going to live longer technically or in theory than our parents did, um, although we seem to have more stresses in our life than our parents did, so maybe we won't mm-hmm. live as long. Uh, any other thoughts you want to talk about as far as uh, promoting the seminar for tomorrow night? Uh, yeah, you are going to live longer. So one of the things that you can do is look at a piece of your bond portfolio and look at some of the bond alternatives out there that actually help protect against you know some of the longevity issues, which is – hey, I ended up living past 100, now what? Where's my income going to come from? And you can say, okay, well, I know if I live past that age, then I'll have to tap my equity in my home, but I've got some other you know, payments for life that are coming in besides Social Security. So dealing with those issues and what retirement really costs, you, this is perfect for people that are you know, around 10 years from retirement or in retirement to get a second opinion on what they're doing. Sounds good. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. You can sign up for the event there, newfocusfinancial.com. There's some writings at his website. There's some downloadable resources at his website. Sign up at robblack.com. That's robblack.com for the event tomorrow night in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Or, like I said, you can go experiment and play around with Chad's website, newfocusfinancial.com, as well as sign up there and or get some downloadables. I wrote an article recently that he posted up there, so there's some good stuff. Check it out, newfocusfinancial.com. This morning, early before my family, from this dream where she was trying to show me how a life could move from the darkness. She said to get better, so I put a bullet where I should have put a helmet, and I crashed my car because I want to get carried away. The fire standing on the overpass, screaming at myself, hey, I want to get Listen to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KBOW and iHeart Radio Station.
typing away, sorry. Money investing in more? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I've got a Facebook page, Cron4 Rob Black. It's K-R-O-N 4 Rob Black. I also have another Facebook page called I Hate Rob Black. Um, I've got a YouTube page, uh, Rob Black Show, and a Twitter page, Rob Black Show. Uh, at some point in time, I'm going to pull them all together in an app and make it easier for you to follow the world of me. Uh, not quite there yet, but I'm thinking about it. It's on my head, uh, on my mind. I think we all learn differently. Some people like little videos. Some people like, you know, uh, we all learn differently, whether it be video, reading, uh, you know, newspaper. Um, I hope textbooks always remain books and don't go completely into apps because I think that's, uh, uh, something that's lost, and some kids will fall through the cracks because of that. Um, Facebook's going to report numbers tonight. I own shares of Facebook. Uh, to me, when you look at Facebook's numbers, it's just compelling. And, you know, the way I look at it is I do a radio show, and I listen to very little radio. I do a television show, and I watch very little television. Um, I'm consuming a lot of my media that are television shows on my phone. I'm listening to a lot of podcasts on my phone, radio casts, um, but not in front of the TV anymore. And someone who's able to pull it all together, Facebook, they've done a good job. I did see a statistic yesterday that brought, you know, a question mark. Uh, people are posting a lot less. And Facebook needs you to post content because it's, it's almost beautiful, their business model. They don't have to pay for content. You do it for them. Now, Facebook's got some crazy projects. Um, Facebook's working on, you've heard, you know, about how they're trying to get the Internet to the poorest parts of the world. And they're using balloons that have lasers in them that uh, can transport, transmit the data. And, you know, I think Google's got the balloons. I think uh, Facebook has the solar-powered, small, very lightweight planes or wings. They're not even planes. But Facebook's also working on teleportation. What? Not the beam-me-up Scotty type. Uh, the type that could have you, you know, in New York for lunch and home in Palo Alto by dinner time? No, no, no. Uh, the social media company Facebook will use Oculus Rift headset to build a fully functional teleporter by 2025. Um, so it's kind of bogus. What does the company mean when they say that? Instead of transporting someone's entire body, the, the technology will trick the user with virtual reality, making you believe that you're in an entirely different location. 2025. That's what they're working on. Look at the calendar. It's 2015. Facebook wants to build a device that allows you to be anywhere you want with anyone, regardless of geographic boundaries. That's kind of cool. Like, let's start playing with that concept a little bit more. Um, a mother and grandchildren. 
you know, right now you could barely get your grandmother to turn on the phone and use an iPhone, you know, uh, video chatting with each other. But how about sending the grandkids to sit with her in a room? Now, again, it's virtual reality, but if they can trick you into believing it, is how different is it than actually doing it? When, you know, Facebook bought Oculus Rift for $2 billion. So while Oculus Rift already lets users see virtual environments, no one's going to be fully convinced they're in another place unless they can also touch. Oculus touch controllers allow users to interact with their environment as well as use their own hands. So we're getting there. Now, again, 2025 sounds like a long way off. It's not. Uh, Autonomous cars, you know, Tesla's got one on the road that's doing a lot of the driving for you right now. And a couple years ago, we are like, that's so far away. Uh, it's not that far away. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Speaking of not far away, my big event coming up uh, tomorrow night. Well, preservation retirement planning, you can sign up for it at robblack.com. It's in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Um, Time Warner uh, reported a profit of buck twenty-five ahead of expectations. Company's results were helped by strong numbers at its Warner Brothers and HBO units, as well as some of their uh, Lego properties. Michael Kors, they sell luxury goods. They reported a pretty solid number, 12 cents above expectations. Revenue also came in above expectations. Same source sales fell 8.5%. So the majority of that fall was tied towards the stronger dollar, which will turn and become a tailwind instead of a headwind down the road. Lumber Liquidators, they're the company that got just shellacked by 2020 and short sellers on whether or not some of their China-sourced flooring uh, followed allegations of, of quality and you know legal limits of, of toxicity. Um, they lost 31 cents a share, 13 cents wider than expected. Revenue fell well below expectations. They saw a 15% drop in same-store sales. Um, that's the big stories of the day, I think. Tesla's higher on a better-than-expected delivery, and again, confidence that they're going to go forward. Uh, Groupon getting shellacked today. Fitbit getting hit a little bit today. I'm going to take a break here. I'll talk to you in 22 hours. You can find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.